0: Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to the live QA with yours truly. Hope you all are doing exceptionally well on this Tuesday. I believe it's Tuesday. Yep, it's definitely Tuesday. So, hope you guys are doing well. This is my live QA. For those who are joining me for the very first time, my name is Joshua Ezzi, also known as Coach Josh. And my goal is to help make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after watching this video, like, man, I like that guy's vibe. Go ahead and subscribe because I would love to be a coach here online. But for those who've been rocking with me, whether you've been a subscriber or a listener, uh, for 14 years or 14 minutes. I want to say thank you all so much for trusting what God's entrusted to me. And I pray it continues to be treasured. But as everyone is coming in live and getting their questions typed out, let me let you guys know about some things that I got going on. Like if you need one-on-one coaching, if you say, Hey man, I need to talk to somebody. I need someone to help guide me through my relationships. I need someone to help me guide me through my relationship with God spiritually. I want some, I need someone to help me with my singleness. I need someone to help me with purpose and branding, marketing, which just help me with just a tough time in my life. If you need a conversation with me, you say, hey man, I want to book a session with you. Let me know your best budget and I'll customize a coaching session for you. Also check out my latest book, Facts Over Feelings. This book is a great resource to help you go from feeling to fulfilling. The goal of this book is to help you find the facts behind your feelings so that you can understand why you need to be faithful and the things that God wants you to be in or faithful in. If you're looking for a resource to help you hold things better and you want to hold, uh, be whole enough to hold the important things like this great book right here, journal, will be a benefit to you. If you're looking for a book just the one that sparked that second book, The Purpose of Singleness, this book right here would be a great resource to help you better understand the purpose of your singleness and how to maximize. And if you're looking for another book to help you in all your dating relationships, uh, well, you know, one dating relationship and you're looking for uh, questions to either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one, here's a great resource here. Also looking for a book to help you with discernment, to make sure that you're getting something sent from God, to make sure that you're receiving God's best and not the devil's pest, then this book would be a great resource for you. And if you're struggling with soul ties or strongholds and you want to understand the purpose of freedom, here's another great resource there. If you have young people, ages four, not four, uh, 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 grades fourth, through whatever age, because a lot of people have been reading this book saying it's pretty good. Even oh, adults are saying that. So this would be a good book there. And if you're struggling with spiritual warfare or you want to better understand the whole armor of God, this would be a great resource for you. We also have t-shirts and also ways for you to support what I do on my website, IamUnplugged.com. All right, let's see what we got here. I think we got some people coming in. Jazz, yo, my guy, what's going on, my brother? Hope you're well, family. Golden Christ, Christian says, hey, coach, hope you're well, family. Uh, Christopher says, evening, coach, good to see you. Thank you for joining me. Lenita's, Lenita says, hey, coach, one of my three sons is 12 and I need guidance for him from a Christian male standpoint. I know he needs male influence, but I'm very selective because I want godly wisdom poured into him. Let me see if you shared anything else. Uh, what it, The thing that I can give you is that he's at that transitional age an age where he's he's trying to find himself and if his father is not in his life if there's going to be i would say some rough patches but there's going to be some 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 desires of discovery of of what it means to be a young man and the guidance that i will give him now is is to understand that god is with him that god is fathering him um, that God uh, wants a relationship with him wants to develop a strong one with him um, the best advice that I would give you as a mom is to be patient with him is to be loving with him that doesn't mean you uh, um, compromise on your standards and compromise on your rules it's just understanding if if he gets a little uh whatever because that's that's a that's a very tough age for a young man um, um, to navigate through uh and so the wisdom that i will pour into him you know what i think you should get this book for him i think this would be a great resource for him he's 12 years old so i'm thinking what he's in sixth or seventh grade i would definitely get this book right here let me see if i can find it this book right here has eziums wise sayings uh for young people so i wrote this book inspired by let me remove the question so you can see it more thoroughly but I wrote this book to give proverbial wisdom nuggets to young people, um, to guide them. I knew that I wasn't going to work at the public school for much longer. And I wanted to create a resource that no matter what child I've impacted, no matter what cr- uh, kid has came across my path, that they can have wise sayings, that they didn't have a father, they didn't have somebody, that they can have something in book form that a that an older gentleman would, would nuggets that he would pass down. To, to all the kids that may look up to me as a father figure. So I would definitely get these and maybe spend some time, maybe get two copies, one for you, one for him, and really go through some of these wise sayings together. Oh, you probably want to see my face. Give me one second. And, and kind of go through some of these wise sayings with him um, just to just to kind of get him to better understand wisdom. Uh, and so that's the best advice I can give uh, at this moment. I think that book will have, I mean, it has over 100 wise sayings of mine um, that I think young men would benefit from. Uh, but at the end of the day, let God be a present help in this time right now, because um, he has to see God tangibly and and see God desire, desiring to father him. Hope to help. JoJo Davis says, what's up, Coach Josh? It's JoJo out of Fort Worth, Texas. How do I learn to promote myself on my inspirational videos slash influencer speaking on my TikTok and Facebook page? Well, um, The the, the goal is, is to be productive and to be persistent. Don't worry about promotion. Uh, Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself out there, but don't get so caught up on promotion because sometimes promotion will lead you into demotion. And and what I mean by that, uh, uh, disqualifying you from really reaching your peak of full effectiveness, right? So for me, um, there are some things that I do to help get my videos in position for promotion, but my goal is not to spend a ton of money and a ton of energy to promote myself because I'm in partnership with God. And the goal is to master your craft, master your talent. The goal is not promotion. The goal is persistency. It's consistency. And what I mean by that is keep putting videos out because what you do is the more videos you put out, the better you get at making videos, the more confident you get with making videos. And you're just focusing, number one, with God being glorified in every video. Secondly, focus on mastering your craft and promotion will take care of itself. Uh, and that's what the best advice I would give you. Uh, And, and so what I would do is just keep being consistent. Um, maybe go to YouTube and study um, things that will position your videos for promotion, like tags and and uh, just different things that you learn along the way. Uh, but don't focus so much on promotion that you forget about mastering the craft and, and being consistent enough to where um, you just naturally get better at it and then promotion becomes inevitable hotel jazz says what would you do if a guy tried to hit on your girl in front of you would you defend her or give her the opportunity to choose because she has free will well uh, let me read that question what would you do if a guy tried well uh he tried but i but i got her so the the insecurity now if she's in physical danger that's different um the best thing for a secure man to do is to ignore insecurities If a man is going to try to hit on your woman in front of that man is insecure and two fools arguing from a distance. Both are both look foolish. So if my wife was hit on, I don't have to worry about her uh, uh, whatever, because she's already committed to me and and she's already in love with me. Right. Uh, But I never engage insecure men. I never, my goal is to never. Now, there's been some situations that, you know, in, in the heat of competition, of course, guys still working me in the area. But what I'm talking about in regards to like that, um, because I don't want to escalate a situation and and I, it's best to, to ignore and keep it moving, then to engage and then start losing, if that makes sense. Hope to help. LV says, what's up, Coach Josh? Does reading the Bible and meditating daily allows temptation attacks to dwindle? Or is it allowing you to be more equipped to handle them? It's pretty much the second part of your question. Um, it gives you the ability to, to handle them. Now, uh, uh, the the fruitfulness from your faithfulness causes the fights to be easier and not as frequent. Let me just be honest with that because the more the demons are not going to waste their time with someone that's ready to fight, that's full of faith. Right? You have to understand the spiritual world is as well. As, as well more advanced than we are. Um, they can sense how strong your faith is in God. Um, they know the difference between real disciplined faith versus zealousness. And a lot of believers are operating off of zeal, and that's not enough gas to get them up the hill. And so what happens is they think of themselves more highly other things spiritually that when spiritual attacks come, they don't find themselves um, formidable for the fight. Uh, but those who are frequent in the word of God, feeding their spirit, man, and allowing the word of God to read them, those individuals begin to naturally grow into greater strengths and make demons a little bit more hesitant to bother you. Um, now, when you get into more, uh, 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 instead of being just fed the word of God to now feeding the word of God, then spiritual warfare has to be a little bit more different. Now you got to start uh, being proactive with your spiritual warfare, meaning protecting those things around you, covering them under the blood, um, um, um counting counseling all plots and schemes of the devil so that you can continue to do ministry without much retaliation, right? And so there's wisdom in handling the word of God. And there's wisdom when it comes to really allowing the word of God to fully equip you. But the word of God ultimately, when engaged in with the sole purpose of being mentally renewed so that you can have the the right perspectives that will give you the opportunity to see um, plots a mile away, then that's when you become more formidable as as a man or woman of God, that you will begin to be a little bit more Useful and a little bit more, um, uh, uh, feeling a little bit more hesitancy from demonic attacks. They realize, "Hey, man, this 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 man got a weapon," and so <clears throat> nobody's going to attack. No demon is going to attack too often a man or woman who is very familiar with their weaponry. Because the word of God talks about that our only weapon is the word of God. Jesus, when he was tempted in the garden, not garden, but tempted in the wilderness, his only weapon was the word of God. He used the word of God. Demons are going to constantly attack those who have no weaponry or who don't know how to use their weaponry. But those who know how to weaponize the word of God, those demons are going to be not as frequent around those individuals because they know they don't got time to waste time. And so so definitely it helps you handle them a little bit more, but it does uh, cause them not to be as frequent. Good questions, y'all. Linita says, "I'm kind of stuck with the budget part. Do you mean per hour? Oh, you were talking about coaching. Oh, my apologies. I, uh, oh, yeah. Um, just what? Give me. Just tell me what your best budget is. Don't worry about the price. Um, I'll customize it by your budget. So uh, per hour, it could be per hour it, um, based upon your budget. It could be thirty minutes, forty minutes." Um, it's just based upon um that. And so you can say, hey, if you want to, if you want life coaching um uh for four weeks in a row, and then you have a budget for those four weeks, you can say, okay, so you at least what you can do. You can say, here's my budget per hour or per session, not per hour, because I may minimize the time. Um, so you can say, okay, this is my budget per session, or here's my budget for four sessions, and then we'll customize a coaching session for you. Uh Lashandra, what's going on? Hope you're well. Glad to have you back. Uh hi, Josh. It's Lashandra Thomas. Hope all is all as well. Thank you for joining me. For those who are joining me right now, and any young lady was talking about life coaching. If you need coaching, if you need one-on-one support and you want me to help you with your young person, yourself, and help you with y'all's relationships or relationships, period, spiritual development, singleness, purpose, branding, etc., I would love to help you. Okay, let's keep going. Where am I at? Uh, Lenita says, again, he's very impressionable and trying to find him. So he is definitely looking. I want him to have coaching with you through the summer. Yeah, I would love. You say he's in sixth grade. He's sixth grade. We have the book and I'll have him start reading. Oh, y'all already got it. Well, thank you. Thank you for supporting. Yes, let me know, Lenita. Message me tonight. Let me know and I'll definitely make sure because you know I love the young people. I'll do it. I, I definitely will do my best to help you. Danny says, hey, coach, hope you're doing good. Uh, I have my first exam today. Please wish me favor. God's uh, favor upon you. He'll bring all things back to remembrance. Do what you can and stand and see the salvation of the Lord in regards towards you just being proven um, um, ready because you put you put the time in. So we pray favor on you. We pray peace over you. And we know that you're going to be fruitful uh, from it. Andrew says, how do I become more disciplined in life? in my spiritual life, but also my normal life. I try my best to be disciplined and and focused, but I feel like I don't progress in life because I'm not disciplined. Well, you have to put a demand on yourself. You have to put a demand. And, and in order to put a demand, you got to be with demand. You, What I mean by that, you got to say, OK, I got to put myself at the feet of God and be open and transparent uh, and say, Holy Spirit, show, show me in me what's keeping me from being who I need to be. Right. In other words, you have to determine your eternal why and your earthly why. Your eternal why has to be. Um, Hearing the words, well done. That's my eternal why. Maybe yours may be different, but my eternal why is to hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. I, I am inspired and moved by the idea of dying empty, living full and dying empty. There has to be a demand from the man, the man Christ Jesus of some level of eternal hope and eternal motivation, eternal grind that gets you through the earthly pressures of life. Then you gotta have some earthly goals. So my earthly goal is to ensure as a man, as a pillar, as a matriarch, I think, or a patriarch in my family, I want to make sure that I leave an inheritance mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially for my children's children. The Bible says a wise man leaves an inheritance. So you have to have an eternal goal an eternal why, and an earthly why that will make you get by, that will help you get by those things that tries um, um, to mess you up, right? And the thing about being disciplined, you got to delay today's uh, uh, pleasures for tomorrow's promotion. You have to delay today's um, um, pleasures for tomorrow's promotion. And what I mean by that is, Delayed gratification. You got to be able to say, what am I doing now? That's not going to benefit me later. Everything we do every day, every moment of day should benefit our tomorrow. So what I want you to do is get a sheet of paper. I want you to write down why you, you know why, why you're not disciplined. What are some laziness aspects about yourself, or what are some um things in your life that's 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 hindering you from doing so? I also want you to really take some time to reflect on what's your eternal why and and and, 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 and what are your earthly whys? What do you want to manifest out of yourself? What do you want to birth out of yourself for God's glory? And the more you begin to be uh, in awe of God's glory and, and how he's being glorified or desires to be glorified in your life, it it, it builds a grind because when people hear my videos, they see a man uh, 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 anointed by the Holy Spirit. There's no way by my own self that I can do this with the level of anointing that's going to keep you all um, yokes destroyed, right? And, and so God is getting glorified through this. Therefore, I have to remain disciplined in my spiritual uh, um, uh, uh, areas and be self-controlled physically. I can't fall in certain types of sins or I won't be able to help myself, my family, or you guys win. So there has to be something that says, I have to lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets me so I can run the race. And so practically, what you got to do is really be honest with yourself and say, man, why deep rooted? Why am I like this? Am I insecure? Am I afraid of being successful? Do I believe that I can manage success? Because sometimes it's not um, that it's not the fear of us not being able to do it. It's sometimes the fear of us actually doing and succeeding and be and being responsible for that success. Hope to help to become your best. McCory says, Wow, that's good. I needed to hear that. God gets the glory, fam. I'm glad it, 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 it fell on your ears at that perfect time, fam. Oh, wrong skipped one, sorry. Um, it does that sometimes. Mm, here we go. Jazz says, What are some books that you have read that help develop your character? Oh man, so honestly, oh, books. Um I, I love to read. But I read more to sharpen my, my my speaking and my 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 thinking. But I have the really man, the only books that I read, bro, the only book that I read is the word of God at this point. There's some other books like apologetics books, but as far as character, I haven't read any self-help books because the best self-help book is this one, Spirit Help book. And, and, and I'm not I'm not gassing, I'm not lying to you. This is all I read, man. And and I read other books like this one right here. Uh, the truth, un- the unshakable truth. Apologetics books. I got two more on my desk at school. Um, but I love reading, like, like, um, what's a book that I've that I've picked up recently? Um, man, what's it called? Um, man, by C.S. Lewis. Oh, I forgot it. But yeah. So, man, the Bible, man, is the main book for my character for sure, bro. And I'm not even lying to you. Jasmine. Also, if a man tries to get at a girl in front of his man, how is that a sign of insecurity? Also, if a man tries to get at a girl because there's no respect, where there's disrespect, there's insecurities. When a man goes out of his way to disrespect another man, that man is insecure, even though he seems um, or in matro, you know, he uh, he feels emboldened. That's an insecure man. Uh, A secure man says, "Mines is coming. I trust God." and I'm a respected other man's woman. So disrespect is, is one of the top signs of insecurities. Ray, what's up brother? How you been, man? Hope you're well. Ray says, how to know when is the right time to leave a job? Great question. Um, the right time to leave a job is when the Holy Spirit, number one, is leading you to leave it, but secondly, has already gave giving you um, a replacement, right? Because the Holy Spirit's not gonna have you homeless, have you cashless, moneyless, uh, anything like that, uh, unless it's some supernatural random 1% thing that he wants to do through you uh, in a way, right? But the, but you never want to leave a job frustrated. You never want to leave a job because of one person. You never want to leave a job because of just any other reason, but because of God. Because a lot of jobs, a lot of places that we find ourselves in is not our place of promotion. It's our place of of perspective, So a lot of places that God has you is for you to learn what not to do. It's for you to learn what to do. It's for you to learn a lot about yourself. And so sometimes we look at these jobs as, well, this must be the job where I'm going to be brought in. And and, it might. But some jobs is meant because if you leave too soon, you will miss the lesson. You will miss the lesson, which would then lead to you missing the blessing. Because if you miss the lesson, you miss the blessing. And sometimes we want to receive blessings before the lesson. But sometimes the lesson comes before the blessing. The lesson sets up the blessing. And so you want to be uh, still uh, fruitful there and, and ask the Holy Spirit, Okay, Holy Spirit, I know you lead and guide me into all truth. I know you will let me know when it's time to leave. But in the meantime, help me blossom while I'm here. Help me to reveal the fruits of the spirit while I'm here. Help me to be more loving, more at joy and more at peace. Long-suffering, gentle, kind, good, faithful, self-controlled here so that I can begin to utilize even the the things I may dislike about this job to make me a better person so that I will develop the better people skills and how to handle conflicts and how to handle uncomfortable situations. So when I get the next job, I won't quit so easily, if that makes sense. Hope to help, family. Good to see you, bro. Golden Christian says, is it wrong to get a cross that represents the relationship of God or is it a graven image? I'm not pretty sure about that. That's a good question, though. Um, uh, I'm not sure about that. And I, I really never thought about it like that. I never, wore, I never wore jewelry. I was not a jewelry guy, so I never thought about that. And it's my first time getting a question like that. Um, but I think God cares more about the graven images of God that we have in our minds that's affecting the way we worship, that's affecting the way we live more so than crosses, I would say. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not a jewelry guy. Uh, so I, I, good question, though. Um, But the Holy Spirit will lead you. He'll let you know what's, what's beneficial and what's not beneficial. Chris says, why does a few days of sin feel like a month away from God and feels like it will take weeks to regain that love and connection? Well, it's momentum. It's momentum. Um, any, that's what anything, anytime you was greater with this though. Don't get me wrong, but it's momentum. Like if I worked out four weeks in a row and it took a week off, that first day back in gym is going to feel like I never lifted before, right? That's just the, the law of momentum and, and, and momentum. Uh, it just builds more muscle. It builds more uh, uh, um, just flow in order for you to go and operate and go from different level to level, right? And so when we do go to a, now, now sin is different. Uh, when we get into sin, sin affects everything about us. Um, some people's level of spiritual maturity is not at a certain level where they know how to handle or, or, or know how to rebound from sin. See, with the more of sonship that you have understanding of God, the better you rebound from sin. We're not talking about the practicing of sin. We're talking about if you just found yourself at a weak moment and you fail. Having that sonships mentality, knowing that you're a son of God and you really have a great understanding of God as a father, then you'll rebound quicker. You have amnesia and you'll bounce back and keep a moment, keep it going. Therefore, causing the momentum to be a little bit more uh, uh, sustainable and able to catch up. And then you'll be as if you never sinned, Right. But when you fall into the condemnation of thought because of the sin, that's what causes the feeling of separation. But the Bible says nothing is separation from the love of God. It's our perspective that calls us to be ignorant of God's love. Therefore, we never can rise above from things that we fell in, right? And so now you gotta make sure, ask yourself, why am I allowing myself to sin for a few days? Few days means that there's something, something wrong with, 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 with uh something deep in your heart. It doesn't mean you're not saved. It just means that there's a I there's idolatry. Uh, possibly, there's insecurities, possibly, there's ignorance, possibly, and you're just feeling the effects of the unknown, the effects of of what you're ignorant towards, right? And so it feels that way. It feels like God's far apart because you don't know God. Anytime you hurt somebody or you, uh, whatever, when a relationship with someone, the less you know about a person, the more you are worried. But the more you know a person and you know that y'all got love and y'all working through things, the things the quicker you can rebound and it won't feel like um, months away, right? And it feels like it will take weeks to regain. It only takes weeks because of our weak mind, uh, mental understanding of who God is. See, for me, if I make a mistake an hour ago, I'm back and I'm moving because I know my heart. My heart doesn't want to sin against God. And so if I make a mistake, I know that I have an advocate. I know I have a covenant. Therefore, I rise above it because I know he loves me. Therefore, I cry, Abba, Father, help me with this. And He, the Holy Spirit will then show me, Josh, this. the reason why you fell into this sin or the reason why you made this mistake is because of X, Y, and Z. Therefore, Josh, let me show you how to breach those different areas in your life so that you can begin to live life and life more abundantly without the, the negative effects of sin. So what I want you to do, I want you to write down, what is the sin that you're practicing? And then ask yourself, how, how is this sin affecting me emotionally? Because the action of sin is a reflection of the emotional need for the sin or the mental ignorance of what the sin is capable of. Therefore, it causes a holistic, bodily, emotional, mental uh, uh, condemnation type feeling to cause you to ke- keep you from fulfilling. And so I hope that helped, family. But what I want you to do, I want you to take some time to get to know God, God's love for you. Um, I want you to also begin to do a study of the consequences of sin. And I want you to really begin to process that with the Holy Spirit. Take some time just to do a deep study and just enjoy God and studying it. And understand that condemnation does not come from God. Anytime you feel bad for your sin, it's, poss- it's just an inhuman expression of how you feel. But if, you're lo- if you truly love God, man, God's gonna- God wants to help you out of it, not point at you while you're in it helped out lv says makes sense the explanation raises more questions that i have to think on but thank you on that help coach you're so welcome lv i'm glad it was a blessing dammy says amen thank you coach you're so welcome go to Says also is it a bad thing for women to show their stomach but not any other body part um you want to be as covered as possible um not not because um you're the sole responsible person to determine a man's a man's ability for self-control But it's just why, why you want to show the stomach? Why do you want to show it? There's no reason. I mean, there's no logical reason, um, modesty wise, why a woman wants to show her stomach. There's no, why, why do you want to show it? Give me three good reasons why you want to show the stomach. Just like, just like a man should give three good reasons why he always has his arms out. A a man got to show three good reasons why his shorts, which our ladies call thirst trap shorts that men be wearing. Why does men want to show half his thigh for? It what's the er, everything boils down to the motive. And about time you get to the to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit gonna be like He's gonna ask you some question. Why do you want to show your stomach? Why do you want to show your legs? Why do you want to show your back? Why do you want to why? Is it is it because you're insecure, or do you care more about your game than you do? Um, um whatever? You know, that's just some things you gotta think about. Uh, but everything boils down, male or female, man or woman, lady or gentleman, boils down to motive. Why do you want to show your stomach? Why do you show, want to show your arms? Why? I mean, the same thing I did early on in ministry. I used to I used to wear these shorts with my a uh, uh, little bit tighter and I was wrong. And I was insecure. I was like, you know what? I got some gains I'm going to wear these shirts. And then God convicted me. and I said, man, I can't be doing this. It was all insecurities and it was all all that kind of stuff. And it was wrong. So. But any other body parts, this is bad, too. I mean but I'm not saying that a woman is responsible for another man's self-control, but the woman has to ask, why am I doing this? Because it could be a lack of self-control in myself. Hope up. <clears throat> yes, I am still. Yeah. If you uh, basically, uh, what's this uh, young lady or gentleman saying? Is that I'm asking, I'm um, soliciting help from you guys to help me with my videos. If you find any clips in any of my videos that was a blessing to you, 30 seconds to a minute, let me know what those timestamps are. Also, for those who just say, "Hey, coach, I want to help you find your timestamps for your videos," or "Coach, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna help with uh, uh, just research on how uh, we can get your videos out there." That's I'm looking for an online uh, media team to help me with that and I, and I appreciate y'all's help in advance. Just go out there and do what you do. Um, Maybe sometime in a couple of weeks, I'll be a little bit more organized with it. Maybe get an email list going and really get y'all uh, organized and mobilized and, and, and we'll go from there. B. Ramirez says, what's your email? Just uh, go to my website and message me through there. unplug.com Go to contacts and, and, and you, it'll hit me right in my email. Uh, and I lost my place. Let's see. Oh, I think we're about done. Nazareth Haley says, how do I free myself from toxic family members who don't believe in Jesus? I feel guilty when I am not in contact with my family, but they are genuinely not good for my health. Listen, Jesus was confronted with the same situation. Um, His mother and his brother didn't believe in who he said he was or were getting embarrassed because of what he was doing or it was making his their life uncomfortable because he was doing the will of God. And when they when the disciple came and Jesus was like, Jesus, your mother and your brother want to talk. He says, who's my mother? Who's my brother? But Jesus knew everything. He knew what he knew what type of vibes his mom and brother was on. And he says, who is my family? Who's my mother? Who's my brother? He said, but those are in the kingdom of God. So my encouragement to you is, is. Um, chew through those feelings, get through those feelings and realize that the word of God said that Jesus came not to bring a mother and father, son and daughter together, but to bring, be a sword to separate mother from um, son and dad from daughter. Because when you follow God, it causes separation because following Jesus requires a certain level of sanctification and it starts growing in certain areas that may make your family members uncomfortable. And and you're, 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 what you can do in the meantime is keep praying for them loving on them when you see them um, but always protect your mental emotional spiritual and physical health anybody that becomes toxic for that you have to leave them alone you have to go about your life as if they don't exist but when they do get in your uh space love on them care for them and, and but only get as close that is healthiest for you but in the meantime Pray for them uh walk in love with them, even though you may not see them, walk in love with them in your heart, um forgive them for they know not what they're doing um and um don't feel guilty if you don't feel like contacting them if con- if not contacting them like if they're cordial when you talk to them, then talk to them when you feel let to talk to them, but if when you call them, they become toxic as soon as you pick the phone up, then you don't owe them that benefit because they're they're not uh reciprocating that level of, 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 of courtesy. Hope to help. Thank you for watching Australia. We're glad to have you. Thank you for watching. Melissa says, Hey coach, how did you know you were called to be a school teacher? I feel the desire to, to, uh, to, uh, to back, uh, for me to become, okay. Yeah. If it found me, I, it, I, it found me. (laughs) I was working at the YMCA and just like the other person, Ray was talking about how he wanted, or he may be asking to see how uh, when it's time to le- leave his job. Um, the same was with me. I wasn't, I, I, I got kind of exhausted with working at the Y, uh closing every night, uh leaving close to midnight. And and I was just at that bre- place where I was like, God, I'm just kind of ready to go. And God just said, wait a little while longer, Katina blossom where you're planted. And uh, every Tuesday or Wednesday, this young lady uh came in into my um YMCA. And I just kept smiling, just kept being me, kept being the 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 uh the coach Josh, the bubbly Josh. Uh I think they called me Josh at the Y. And and um she kept coming in. And one day she came in and so said, like, we need, we need you. Uh oh, she asked me, Are you looking for another job? Are you looking to, you know, you know, work somewhere else? And I was like, uh sure, what do you have? And she uh said, I'm an assistant principal at an elementary school. We're looking for a BMT, never heard of that position before. And uh she was like, We would love to have you. And at the same time, another person offered me the job in a school system. So I had two jobs on the table out of nowhere at the same time to be in a school system. And then one offered full time and benefits. The one that the lady offered me didn't. But God told me to go with her and not him. And it proved out to be beneficial. And then I, I wrote this book. Um, I had a mentoring program called Propel. Wrote this book for kids. We had My wife and I had a mentoring program for three years. And now i met at a, uh, the same high school I went to. I'm working at that middle and high school. And it found me. Um, and, 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 but that's one thing about following God. Cause when you are following God, things are looking for you. When you keep looking for God and you keep following God and you keep looking for the will of God in the moment, everything else will begin looking for you. That's why I don't, I tell people, I want to give y'all some advice. Don't look for anything. Look unto God, look to God. And what I mean by that, just keep looking to him, following him, just, just loving on him, being inspired by him, being influenced by him. Because the more you walk with God, God's the magnet. God's the magnet when I, I'm not the magnet. Uh, the more the more I'm with God, I just magnify the magnet and the magnet draws the things as we're walking down the road. And so this thing found me. And I man, seven years ago, eight years ago. Now I've been in school since seven, eight years ago. I would have never thought because I, I didn't have no qualifications. But it found me. And, and it will find you, Lord willing, if that's his will for you, for sure. Jimmy says, Andrew, books are really good books for character. And if, of course, the, oh, okay. oh y'all talking to each other, okay. Uh, Peace, Coach, are you still looking for members? Yep, yep. uh Hi, Joe, what's, what, oh, I appreciate you, Coach. you so welcome. Uh, bless you all, your family, household, and ministries in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much. um Elise, Alyssa says, signs that a man is sent by God and are worth entertaining. um Signs that a man is sent by God to you. He is specifically tailored uh, for what you're called to do he is specifically tailored for what God has already shown you to do. That's a sign that a man was sent by God. God's not going to send anyone that's going to be a counterfeit or someone that's going to be counterproductive to what you're already producing or being productive in. Another sign that a man was sent by God to you, um, you you will feel it inside of you. You will feel a super divine connection. Uh, when I when I saw my for the first time, something in me connected to her, and I didn't. I, it wasn't like a oh she was the one. I'm not gonna lie and say that, but it was something about this is a destiny person. When you're around destiny a lot, and you and your you in your destination for the moment, you know a destiny thing. Now, that didn't mean that she was my. Uh, it, it didn't mean that I felt that she was my wife. at The moment it was just something that I was like there's something on the inside of me saying something special, something different about that one. And, and, and you got to make sure it's not here, here, but it's in your gut. You have to be so distracted in your purpose that you, you, you know the difference between a thought. An emotion, and your gut, the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy gut, the Holy Ghost, right? The Holy Ghost is coming from your gut. That's why when you are really in the things of God, you will begin to know the difference, and you will begin to know, know on the inside. There's something when, when John the Baptist, mom and Mary came together, it leaped in their bosom, and there has to be something that leaps in your bosom on the inside let you know that that's a high percent chance that that's a sign uh, that that man is, is from you. Another sign, that it potentially a man is 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 sent by God to you after the first two has been tangible. Number three, um, he loves God more than you. He loves God more than you and he honors God more than you. That means he he adheres to the word of God even more than you, you want to be with the man that even when he wants to go far with you, his love for God keeps your emotions or your need for any physical interaction or whatever. He he knows how to say no. He loves God. He he is convicted by God more than 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 you are because the leader has to lead. So number one sign asked that that man is sent by God for you. He is specifically tailored to uh, uh to what you're producing and being purposeful of now. Um, Something leaped on the inside of your gut. Um, He loves God more than you. And uh, next, another sign that, that that young man is sent by God to you. Um, He bring he causes you not to stumble. There's no negativity. There's, 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 there's no need. There we go. That's the end I'm looking for. He has no need from you. He has no sexual need. He has no emotional need. He has no mental need. He wants you, but don't need you because need leads to perversion. When a man needs you, he'll act like a man of God in the beginning. He'll act like he's all dead in a bag of chips, like in the nineties, they will say. But if he needs you, eventually perversion will come up in the conversation. Eventually, uh, um, there will be compromising of God. So the number four sign that man is the high percent chance of that man is sent to you by God. He doesn't need you. He wants you. He, he he doesn't need your time. He doesn't need your money. He doesn't need your credit. He don't need you. He don't need your finance, He don't need nothing. Because God supplies all of his needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Right. Last but not least, another sign that that man was sent to you. He is sensitive. He's sensitive. He's sensitive to leading the Holy Spirit. You don't, listen, you don't, want a, you don't want a strong man. What I mean by you don't want no man strong in his own might. You want a man sensitive to the strength, the strengthening leading of the Holy Spirit. He's a sensitive man led by God. He's paced by God. He's not impulsive. He's sensitive. He's still, he's, 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 he can see he can, he has vision. These are all signs. Number one, um, he is specifically tailored to your purpose in life. Um, there's an immediate leap on the inside in your belly, not your mind, not your heart, but in your belly. Um, he doesn't compromise God. He doesn't need you. And he can see and he senses his Holy Spirit. These are some signs that I think will help you. Um, but last but not least, another sign that that man has sent to you. For sure, for sure, for you. When you when God has spoken to you. Um, But let me tell you one thing. Another sign that proves that man is sent to you. um, Last but not least. um, You're ready. God is not going to send someone into your life when you know you still hung over with your ex. You still vexed. um, You still perplexed. And you're not ready for what's next. That's that God ain't gonna send someone to be a distraction when He needs, when God needs to make some some subtractions out of your life. Hope that was a blessing to you. Hope you got some out of that. Um great books and resources I think will be a benefit to you all. Oh, She says, wow, that's powerful. You are preaching. The Holy Spirit is speaking through you right now. Thank you. And amen for Melissa. <laughs> so God gets the glory. Uh, anytime I get into those S-I-N-G-N-S's and, and letters like that, I try to flow with the Spirit of God. And I, I'm glad it connected and, and it connected just for you. So thank you for trusting me with your question. Um, jazz says how was the cookout you went to it was good it was good family enjoyed food was good um and, and and my wife and i enjoyed family and i i left a little early to give me a little nap in uh you know what i'm saying i eat and i, I go sleep you know what i'm saying i i sometimes i drive by you know I, i'll spend time with the family but i i ate and i got out the gate because <laughs> i you know i still got one more week of work but there's no kids in the school but i but still gotta work but uh so thank you all for trusting me with your question. I pray y'all was blessed by it. Make, if you need one-on-one coaching, if you need to talk to me about anything, anything, man. If you don't see anything up here that you need to talk, you need some guidance, you need some counsel, you need some wisdom about anything uh, or coaching in relationship, spiritual sickness, purpose, branding, or whatever along those lines, go to my website, IamUnplugged.com. I'll post it in the, in the chat box here, IamUnplugged.com. Um, and then go to custom coaching, and, and let me know what your budget is for multiple sessions or just one session, and I'll love to serve you uh, this summer. Also, check out uh, my latest book, Facts of Feelings: How to Go from Filling to Fulfilling Your Purpose in Life. The goal of this book is books for you to find the facts behind the feelings. Behind every fillings are facts, and those facts will determine how you act. And this book, I know, is going to be a great resource to you if you're looking for a book to help that will help you understand what it means to be whole. Holding doesn't mean perfection. It means preparedness. If you want to be more prepared to hold what you want to hold or behold down the road in your life, um, this book would be a great resource. If you want to learn how to hold things right now better. You want to hold your wife better, your husband better, your children better, hold your responsibilities better, this journal will help you do that. Uh, it was part two to this book right here, The Purpose of Singleness. Um, the other book is for everyone. This book's for everyone too uh, because you're still a single individual that's married. So there's some, there's some principles in there I think will be beneficial to everyone. But this book right here will help you understand the purpose of your singleness and how to maximize it. Great book there. This Dating Prep book's a great book full of questions to either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one. This book right here is a Good great book on spiritual discernment. It teaches you how God confirms things, it, it helps you see how God uh, uh reveals things to you. It, it, it shows you how to test things in front of you, actual formulas on how to test counsel, friendships, relationships, um, and the whole nine. I think it's like nine things, ten things, twelve things. So, this book would be a great resource. Also, if you're looking for a book to help you untie soul ties and uproot strongholds, this book would be a great resource for you. Just like we talked about the young lady earlier, if you're looking for a good book for young people all ages, man, you might as well give them all ages because the wisdom in here is beneficial um, to kids all ages. If you're looking for a book with wise sayings from a a man um, for for children to be inspired by for guidance and just wisdom, great book here. If you're struggling with spiritual warfare or you want to better understand how to utilize the whole armor of God, this book would be a great resource there. We also have T-shirts on our website. Uh, and if you just want to give and support, you feel led to support what we do financially, um, you could do so at I Also, post a link for you to be able to support if you feel led. Um, uh, hope y'all was blessed by this. Uh, yeah, I did I'm, I'm trying to lose weight, my brother. you said, Oh, you, oh, you, the one, you, one of the ones that leave quick but leave with five plates. I ain't even leave with a plate. I try, try to eat everything there because I'm trying to lose weight. I'm taking back to Slim rail. Harriet says, Joshua, as I work in healthcare, and God asked me to intercede for my patients who always get better after the prayer. God showed me my um, purpose. However, God appears silent on my prayer request. Why? Uh, because sometimes the reason why God is quiet is because his words are so powerful and he honors his words because his words is not his words from thousands of years ago. Of let there be light. The sun is still hanging on those words. So sometimes we're not mature enough uh, um, to receive answered prayers. And sometimes the answer prayers is based upon God's timing. Um, some people that we may be praying for or whatever, uh, uh, may, they may not be ready for, or maybe there's some lust in our heart. The Bible says sometimes we pray, we receive not because we pray wrongly and we pray amiss to or some of our own lust. So anytime our prayer request is not answered, I always ask myself these three things. Is there any, uh, overbearing lustful desires for whatever I'm asking for. Number two, um, do I trust God's timing with this? And number three, um, I have to first believe that God heard me and I leave it like that. I live my life. Hope that follow the Christ says I better get off here because y'all gonna keep sending quick. Good afternoon, culture. I hope I all is well. Got your book, Facts or Feelings, and it's awesome so far. One question I didn't understand on page 10, it says, Oh, you better show them what feelings are due to what feelings are due to your family upbringing? I had no clue what you meant by that king. Oh, yeah. Uh, what feelings are due to your... So what feelings are... Uh, feelings like resentment, unforgiveness, bitterness, hatred, um, insecurities. What feelings are due to your family upbringing? So what happened in your childhood that's causing you um, to feel the way you feel, right? And sometimes we deal with top-level feelings like sadness, Um, anger. We deal with those, but we never deal with the root cause feeling, which are resentment, unforgiveness, bitterness, those toxic feelings that we don't even know we have towards a father, a mother, an aunt, an uncle, a brother, a sister. And we have to deal with that dark, toxic river of feelings first in order for us to see joy in our lives, hope in our lives, love in our lives, if that makes sense. So to answer your question, um, what feelings were caused by your upbringing? What negative feelings or positive feelings? Um, Some people were really loved as a child accurately and and is producing good feelings. That's what I meant by that. Uh, Lynnie said, "Thank you, Coach, sending you an email for my son for coaching this evening. <laughs> send it to me. Everyone, seeing y'all's coaching requests in. Get them in now, man, because I got a lot of people messaging me. I'm talking about old clients, people I've been coaching for years, and you know how that goes. They, 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 they ready to go. They know it, and so I'm, 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 I'm really letting you guys know if you really want coaching, get in now. I only have ten weeks of open time, um, to, for coaching." And so this is the best time to get a hold of me uh, one-on-one or with family. Um, so get in now before it gets filled up, man, because I think after um, after a couple of weeks or so after graduations and after uh, uh, vacations or schools start getting out, people really settle home from college, my old clients are going to come back in. I'm trying to make time uh, for new people or recent people. And so, get in now. Get on my books now. Um, I've, been, I've coached three people so far, and, and so, but I'm still working. So after this week, it's going to be ticking. And I have time. I have time. Um, but I just know in the next two or three or four weeks, it's going to get. It's going. Um, yeah, it's going to be full. I mean, I, I already know it's going to be. Um, so get in now, because I would love to coach you. Thank you so much for your super chat. Thank you so much, Andrew, for your blessing, man. I appreciate it. Uh, do we email something else? Uh, let me see what say. Do we email something else or on the website? On the website, All right, just go to imunplug.com. I got it up under the donations area. Just go to imunplug.com, go to custom coaching, and it'll be there. Uh, stretch marks. But thank you. We'll love a session. Yeah, book a session. Let me know what your budget is. I'll customize a coaching session for you. Um, uh, Kina says, Do we email something else? on the website, I signed up on the website. Is there another way to sign up? Ken, Kenna, did I not reach out? Okay, Kenna, send, send it to me again, because I just got a few, a new batch of emails and I maybe sometimes they group them together and I hope I didn't skip you, but I remember your name. And I thought I sent you a, oh, check your spam folder. Also make sure y'all check your, double check your emails, double check your phone numbers, because when you send me your email, if you miss a letter and I respond back to you, it, it, uh, I've got a lot of uh, what's that demon thing that comes back comes back and said emails are bad and then when I text the phone number the phone number's not there so um uh, if you follow me on Instagram or if you follow me on Facebook message me there and say coach I sent your email two days ago. I haven't heard back from it. and then we can we can contact through that because emails be because people type the emails wrong and and a lot of people been skipped uh are your car I know I'm trying to get my card games on Amazon a lot of people don't even know I got card games like this card game, whole It's a it goes with this book right here. Hole, the first one who spelled whole wins, a fun interactive card game on wholeness. I got another book called a card game called Dating Prep. Um, I gotta do better graphics. So I'm gonna get some better graphics because I gotta get my card games on Amazon though. I just got to. Uh I didn't reach out. Let me let me let me just make sure I check email. I'm gonna check my email right now. Tina, you know? okay, let me see. Let me check my email right now. Um, Just so I can make sure I see it. Okay, we got a couple more people that just, okay. All right, let me um, search. Come on, computer. Maybe I'm doing too much. Hold on. So, Kena, let me make sure I got you, girl. Kena. May 27th. Oh, that's Kara. Hold on. Where is King? Okay. Okay. I thought, hey, what's up? Yeah. Okay. I'll respond to you tonight. As Soon as I get off, I'll respond to you. I got it. I found it. Uh, okay. Email me. I would love to help you. Uh, that's it. Love you all. Y'all be blessed. Thank y'all for joining me this afternoon. I pray y'all was blessed, but i see y'all next time. Peace.